I would like a statue though. Like if I'm going to make the world a better place in my death, I want somewhere written that I get a statue. So, this, this was wonderful until Chelsea got all. <laughs> I'm just saying. About like it. I feel like if I go my whole life and it's everybody's probably really mean to you, no doubt that that's what that means. And then I die knowing that I'm never going to get to like live my best life. I want a statue if I'm going to change the fate of humanity. And it has to be engraved with, we're sorry. Yes, <laughs> I want an fact. apology. How's that? Damn it. Welcome to Burger, episode 306. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy. And a guest on the internet. <laughs> Almost on Skype. Oops. Sorry, Skype. We're not using that piece of crap anymore. If we don't have to. It's a backup. We have a woman on this on the show. There's a woman. That doesn't happen often. We gotta do this more. This is great. Okay. Quite the sausage fest in this show a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dudes. <laughs> Just swinging around through the air. <laughs> That's so annoying. Why is there only a shirt? <laughs> he only gave us a shirt. Something about you wanting to swing your dick around. <laughs> and that is a quote from... Rick and Marty. Okay. <laughs> He's talking about the president of the United States. <laughs> Likes to swing his dick around. Anyway, we have a guest. Here she is. Hello, Chelsea. Welcome. Hello. That's a a new name. It is. A new guest name. Actually, it's been my name forever. It's a new name for a guest, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) We have not had a Chelsea. Chelsea's not really that new of a name. (laughs) We haven't had a Chelsea on the show, though. We have had different Jameses and different Jims, and I think we've had had a few repeat Mike and Michael. Mike and Michael, yeah. And All according those... to Andy, we've had like eight Jameses or Jims <laughs> or Matthews on the show. Andy's ridiculous. Well, but I have an uncle named James and I have an uncle named Jim. That's because they're everywhere. You can't be dead <laughs> without hitting over. a Jim. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> um, but anyway, we have Chelsea on here. Um, if you remember people when I talked back in November or so where I was, I was getting a chance to play Capers, my game. I remember people, Craig. Sometimes <laughs> saying that <laughs> when, when when I said that, um, th- uh, that was uh, Chelsea was running that game on her um, streaming channel called Little Red Dot, right? Yes. What do what do, what do you do there? Oh, I stream things. No, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Little Red Dot. It's kind of my. Uh, I guess it's a. Uh, it's my my Twitch channel where I do a variety of streaming things, but I mostly focus on storytelling and um, indie RPGs. So yeah. Craig's game was brought to my attention by a mutual friend, I guess, um, after Gen Con. And I fell in love. Yeah, Ted over at Nerd Emergent, um, who I love. And uh, he was like, you should you should look at this game. And he knew immediately. Ted knows me all too well. Uh, he knew immediately I would love it. And I did. And I was like, I'm looking to launch a new series on my uh, channel uh, where I play test indie RPGs once a month in these like short little campaigns to give the public uh, some it's some FaceTime to the public uh, so everybody can see it. And uh, that was one of the very first ones I chose. And right now you're running 
um, and we'll we'll have you know you'll be able to post your information in little red, oh yeah little red sure. dot channel. But right now, what are you doing? Fate of the uh, Fate of the Appliance Wars, which is an original piece of content I wrote, built off of uh, the Fate Core uh, book, which is put out by Evil Hat um, Productions. I love Fate Core; it's one of my absolute favorite RPGs, and because um, you can add as a DM just about any flavor you want to it. And so back in was that September, I used fate to play a game called fate of the anchorman um which is based in the world of anchorman um where everybody played uh people at a news station basically and they lived these crazy lives in the city yeah Uh, but we used fate to play it and i fell in love with this uh process so about every three months i build a new fate uh game in a kind of crazy world and this month we're playing one that's heavily inspired by the brave little toaster uh, where everybody's (laughs) playing appliances but they're in like a post-apocalyptic world where they're hunted by humans um so yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm I'm very tickled that there's a gramophone, there's a gramophone. <laughs> in the group, <laughs> like an old style cranky gramophone. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been a ton of fun. Uh, it truly has been. We've got two episodes left of that, so I'm, um, yeah, I I, I love it, and the the crew I could not have asked for a better cast too. So. <laughs> and we are going to talk about streaming and. Um, actual plays and Twitch and all that fun stuff with uh, Chelsea a little later. Um, anything interesting you want to throw in here, Mike? Do you, do you have a website that people should go look at? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, um, it's little dot dot red. <laughs> Good. I, have, um, I successfully yeah, so found that's it the best without. Website if you want to check it out, uh, you can also the best place to. Um, I keep my schedule and links to everything on both my Twitter and um, my actual Twitch page, so you can also find it there. We'll throw all, all her links in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. I successfully found that before I asked. Very good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> like, well, that kind of looks like the person on the hangout over here. So, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be the same person. <laughs> of course, she cut her hair recently, so she I did. Like... I had that. You know what? That was part of my New Year's. Like, I got into the New Year. I was like, I need change. So I cut my hair and quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> in that order. <laughs> in that order, actually, yeah, in that exact order. Um, all righty. Now we rock and roll. Let's do it. What's news? We're, we're just never going to be able to do this right. What's news, Mike? <laughs> I finished it first. <laughs> you ready for uh, some nostalgia? Sure. Some. It's a is it a reboot or re, it's a revival? <laughs> not a reboot but a revival uh, well we'll be the judge of that but continue it's a it's a passing of the torch from father to son okay and and possibly involving some old uh comedic actors that we have grown to know and love and um haven't seen in a while doing things okay jason reitman son of ivan reitman uh-huh. who i was aware was a director and and when I found that out like 20 years ago, I thought, oh, that's interesting. He's taking up, taking up the same job as dad had. Like the family hmm. business. Yeah, the family business. <laughs> that's right. Taking over the family business. Gee, if they ever redo Ghostbusters, like he'd be, he should just do it because it's, you know, that was his dad's thing. Egon so then, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, kind of. That's the, that's the director. Oh, Ivan, right, Ivan right. Reitman. Right. Okay. Egon Jr., I believe, is a, is Harold a, is a woman. Right. I can't okay. remember her name. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what what are we getting at? Yeah, so uh he not he's he's uh doing Ghostbusters 3. They're doing an, yet from another, the well, yep. from the original universe. Going to yep. be, be in that universe. Mm-hmm. With maybe 
Well, well, other people from the original cast in there, like they did with the the women's universe. The, I guess, like, what do we have? The men's universe and the women's universe. When well, are they going to come together and fight? Right, like, which you a know, whole okay, bunch on of a personal note, that just it, it, the whole thing. I was like, why? Why does it have to be like a and then a thing? Like, can it be? a thing together <laughs> and they might do that someday they did they did there was the original evil dead series right um with bruce campbell and ash and then they did an evil dead it wasn't a remake or a reboot it was another evil dead movie in the evil dead universe with uh-huh. a woman protagonist being the main character who survives to the end and then the post-credit sequence had a profile shot of ash of bruce campbell saying ruby and the plan <laughs> the plan was to do another movie with the two of them joining forces sure and maybe oh, that, yeah. that, that will be where this goes in and the future. And that may still happen, or it may just be, get made into a comic or something. Who knows? They might, and they might do something like well, that. Well, I think they're already talking about an animated thing. And there might be comics. They love, that's, that's one of the things with genre stuff. They love to extend things into comics, like Buffy finished, yep. but they did season, you know, quote-unquote season's worth of, of comic series where they continued the story. Yep. Um, oh, all sorts of anything. shows like that. Yeah, but it has Movies a... Uh, and TV shows get extended into the comic world. It already it, it's got a uh, new news on this. It has a release date. Oh yeah, twenty twenty, right? July tenth. So they're working on it, and it's happening Dang. for sure. So like every couple of years, they're going to take a swing at doing a Ghostbusters. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, this was they Until they were sticks. they were almost ready to do this. I think with Ivan Reitman directing back in twenty thirteen. Well. Ghostbusters has been almost another movie. Well, it's, for it's yeah, it's happened every <laughs> every decades. five years. It it bubbled up, but it bubbled up most recently just before Harold Ramis died. Did it, did it bubble up like slime? Uh, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> like ooze, secret of the ooze. Anyway, so they're going to give it another shot. They're going to yeah, they're going to throw a, another Ghostbusters. There's at a us. teaser trailer. There is a rusty, dusty, tarp covered Ecto original Ecto one sitting mm-hmm. in a barn somewhere. And it's uh, there's lights and sounds of somebody tinkering on a on a workbench, and uh, and and they're trying to get a proton pack turned on. And uh, I think the idea here is there's going to be four teenagers that oh interesting that pick up the the mantle. Which was this was the original idea when people first started talking about Ghostbusters 2016 before all I got involved with the bridesmaids people and all sure. that and uh so yeah so it's so gonna be so okay so we've got actually three now this one's gonna be in that universe but it's gonna be like we've got the dudes and then the gals and then we've got the kids and like eventually they'll have like you know the dogs they'll have like four dogs <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah running around busting ghosts <laughs> yeah the, do- the dog one is gonna be um uh directed by that guy that, that guy that did um those movies <laughs> yeah that, that did, guy that did the dog movie that's out right now the one dog movie yeah <laughs> it's like da- Japanese dogs on an island. Okay, I, can't, I just can't. Is is that the is that the Rushmore guy? You're ruining the pacing. I of think this it's the Rushmore. Guy. <laughs> You're just killing the pacing of the episode. I'm just blanking on people's names. <laughs> you can just blurt it out later when you think of it. So anyway, um, Dan Aykroyd is post. is probably going to be the person who owns this farm. Sure. So where, where sure. Why wouldn't yeah. be cranky Ray? Right. Cranky old Ray. <laughs> Probably cranky, a little crazy old Ray, because now he's he's living like the Unabomber sure. out in the country. Um, Ernie Hudson has expressed, he, he said, if they ask me, I'm in. And oh, uh, still is. no word from Bill Murray, of course. Bill Murray won't do yeah, it. Yeah, no, he'll show up day of. 
if they get Bill Murray, I will I will go to the theater to see this. He'll crash the production at some point, like he does with those, just where he shows up at people's weddings and stuff. Yeah, or he just he shows up at like a college party and does the dishes. There's a documentary about those Bill Murray sightings. Mm -hmm. It is fascinating. Yeah, it is really interesting. Just in the process of reading about this, I read about uh one when they were filming Ghostbusters, somebody walked up to him on the street to that recognized him from Saturday Night Live and was like, hey, Bill Murray, you're awesome. And he just grabbed him and threw him to the ground and insulted <laughs> him, like, but in a joking way. Right. And the guy was unhurt and they all laughed it off. And they gave him a story. Yeah. That's all. That's he, what that's, he does. He, that's gives, what he, people does. he gives people stories. Exactly. He just shows up. You see somebody taking wedding photos and he pops in and takes photos with them. And he, and he doesn't try to like take the spotlight. There's this, there's, there's this piece in the documentary where he's just, he's like at, he's at the side of the photo and he's, he's not like doing like a Bill Murray face or anything. He's just posing for a photo nicely. And he's like looking at the couple as they're looking into each other's eyes. And it's like, he shows up at a college party and does the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> he wandered around the house, saw that the dishes weren't done and started doing them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that buster looks like Bill Murray. Went to a, went to a bar. What was one of the stories? He goes to a bar, meets this guy at the bar, asks the guy oh, if he wants to come to do another thing with him. The guy can't. Bill Murray comes back the next day, asks, where's this guy? Because he's a regular or an employee at the bar. And so they call him, at, call the guy at home and the guy gets his dog and brings his, you know, because he got his dog with him and he brings it down to the bar and it just turns into this whole adventure with Bill Murray the day after because the guy was busy. <laughs> Bill Murray came back for him. <laughs> what a weirdo. So what is, there's a documentary a glorious, or it's just a, like an internet It's an hour and clip, a half documentary. It's on Hulu or Netflix or something like that. Maybe it's mm. on Amazon Prime or it's somewhere out there. Ah. I, I can't remember where I watched it because I've got too many streaming services. Well, if it's on if it's on uh, Netflix, know. I'll watch it. If it's on Hulu, I'll probably watch it because I'll I'll be getting a free month of that soon to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> and uh, if it's on Amazon Prime, tough nuts because uh, <laughs> you're out. I'm out. All I right. placed one final order. <laughs> yeah. To take advantage, uh, and uh, yeah, two day shipping. It took it took three days, of course, to get it. Get it. You to have me. the worst luck. I get it in two um, days all the time. And uh, so <laughs> I ordered something very large and something very heavy. <laughs> There's there there are threats that it might <laughs> it might gasp snow in the Atlanta area in the next week or two. Yeah, okay. And so I finally remembered to order a snow shovel. And I was out of ice melt, so I bought uh pet and plant friendly ice melt made from Why are I, you I haven't been practicing. You're beating your drum. I'm beating my drum because it's made okay. from Beats. <laughs> Dwight Schrute approved. 25 pound pail of beet ice melt. Okay. Beet move salt. Moving along. You're so proud. He showed, he showed it to me. It has he a had purple a real, label. He had a really excited look on his face when I got here. He's like, look, look, look. Because he mentioned it and I said, okay. And he said, no, no, no. Look, no, 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 look, Craig. Beats. <laughs> Bears. Battlestar Galactica. Well, basically, there are two schools of thought. <laughs> False. <laughs> anyway, um, what else have we got here? Let's see. Uh, do you invest in gold? Um, do you think that's is that a good investment? Uh, right. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think ten years ago it was a great investment. Yeah. <laughs> now, not so sure. Okay. According to a recent study by Victoria, I can't possibly pronounce that last name, mm-hmm. an assistant professor at Russia's <laughs> higher school of economics. 
who looked at her son's Lego collection and thought maybe what? she had an investment already. What? From 1987 to 2015, Lego sets bus, uh, bested not just gold returns on investment, but also what? large stocks and bonds oh. to the tune of 11% per year. That's not quite wow. as good as there's gold hidden in Legos, which I thought Lego was where that is might be going. Lego is a better but... investment during those years, at least, than, than gold, gold was. was. That, and also than some large stocks and bonds. Lego, any, any Legos or the specialty sets? It seem, It sounds like the specialty sets. Yeah. They get into talking about the Millennium Falcon, um, like some of the, the monster sets, you know, that they maybe not, they didn't make as big of a run of. Um, yeah. Because they're like premium items. They're really super expensive. But, I feel yeah. like there's a metaphor for America in there somewhere. Yeah, kind of. Where it's, Legos are more valuable than gold. Although it's, um, <laughs> where's, where's Lego? Lego's not a, an American company. Um, no. Uh, is it is Netherlands it? or Belgium? Even more. It seems the metaphor like goes deeper. Like, Scandinavian or Dutch Are they really? I, I, that is a, a fact I would, I'd be interested to know. I don't know. Um, I'm looking at it. It's up. I know that it's not, not Swedish, or they'd sell it at IKEA. Denmark. <laughs> it's Danish. It's Danish. Yeah. Oh, how about that? It is Danish. So it was uh, invented by somebody whose last name ended in S E N, probably, and had an Ebel Skeber pan in their kitchen at home, and enjoyed Kringle on the holidays. Okay, <laughs> Mike's just naming the things that he knows. I'm rattling off my list of. <laughs> Danish cultural things I'm aware of having grown up in a city that was mostly Danish. Oh. So, yeah. Invest in Lego, everybody. Now, of course, now that you've said this, it'll be like the Beanie Baby, where like it'll be... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> There's a run on Legos! <laughs> well, we better make more. Yep. And, yeah. the, pri- and, the, and the value... <laughs> Plummet. Were you a Lego person? At we all? needed we'll, we'll needed De Beers for Legos oh. to control the supply. Yeah, Chelsea, did you uh, De Beers? <laughs> Was I a Lego child? Yeah, absolutely. I played with a lot of Legos as a child. That and I had a huge set of Lincoln Logs. That was my other jam. My... <laughs> Lincoln Log jam. jam. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! Oh my God, you're was... a comedian and a comedian. I was and a streamer and everything. I was distracted by my my shared love of late of uh, Lincoln Logs. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I had Legos, but we also had these these generic white brick blocks. Oh, <laughs> Lincoln. Sure. <laughs> Were they just just black and white? Like no, no, generic? they were. They were just. They were like. They may. They may have been bright white originally, but they were kind of yellowed. Right. You know, they were. Oh, they were old. okay, yeah. And sure. they had these plastic green planks that you would use to make flat surfaces. Uh huh. Like root like, for the roofs oh, and stuff. Vaguely familiar. I don't know what the heck they were because the the packaging was gone. I had the tube for the Lincoln logs. Yeah. Yeah. The cardboard, the giant cardboard tube, but the packaging for the the little white bricks was long gone by the time we, i got we them. had one of those rugs that were really really popular for kids in the 90s that were like the overhead aerial view of like a town with like the roads and stuff on it uh it was like a giant rug for your bedroom and we would use those little flat green like planks to build buildings and turn the map 3d and then you could like drive your cars and stuff through it it was the jam <laughs> <laughs> i'm jealous right now of my younger self i'm i'm jealous of your rug that looked like a town i had to do that to my floor with <laughs> cardboard and construction paper. Yeah, I, it was those things were so cool. All the boxes from the Christmas presents. I had to make turn my turn that into your town for I, your action figures. I made my parents take me to the hobby store to buy the the glossy uh, poster board that you could paint on, and it wouldn't warp it. And the and the right color of flat dark gray 
paint to represent um, nearly new asphalt and the right yellow to do the striping. And I built, I made my own roads. You know, like those sets of roads with like a, a straight piece and a curved piece sure. and an S piece. And like I made all of those myself. <laughs> dork. Dork, 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 dork. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, else, what else is news? What do we got? Um, more movie revival. Uh-huh. Actually, not a movie. I'm sorry. I was I was uh I did did my math wrong. I added two on accident. Apollo eleven. Oh. Is at Sundance. Apollo eleven is at Sundance. The Sundance okay. Film Festival. Right, right now. Oh. Right now. As we as we talk, it is there. Okay. Okay. Apollo eleven. <laughs> All right. The moon mission. Right. <laughs> yeah, apparently they uh they were do- doing a documentary and they found what is it? 60-something, I don't know how many hours, but it's a ridiculous amount of, uh, of oh, it's 60-something millimeter film, 65-millimeter film that they lost. It was just sitting in boxes. Oh. oh. So they restored it and digitally uh, transferred it, and they found like 90,000. Is 90, there a monster in the background? <laughs> oh, no, no, 11,000 11, hours of audio recordings. They basically have everything that was ever recorded by anyone on the ship. Wow. wow. At Mission Control, at uh, Cape Canaveral, or Cape Kennedy, Cape Canaveral. Wait, was it Kennedy whichever or one, Canaveral? Whichever one it was at the time. I, I don't know when they <laughs> yeah, changed the Nobody knows. Uh, probably Kennedy by then, right? I don't yeah. know. Because that was six years after he died, so um, uh-huh. five and a half. Anyway, yeah, so they put together this uh, this documentary that has all this all these angles of, of everything. Wow. And it's and it's like that was in, all lost. and it's in super high def. Huh. <laughs> that's spectacular. <laughs> so look forward to seeing that. That's a, somewhere that's soon. Actually, really cool. That was way cooler than where I think where you started when you presented. I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I was and then when you gave me an explanation, it seems way more interesting. I was trying to confuse you because it's a movie, <laughs> but it's <laughs> you right, nailed it. But it's also just documentary footage i got you but it's yeah. like you know like you're sitting there that and you're no one ever us, intended like, all right they, they did a movie about the single most famous space mission, mission ever. <laughs> the one that yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. already knows all the trivia about and that, if they're at all interested in the space program right. they did a movie about and, it oh and, okay. and everything goes perfectly well and there's no drama anywhere everything mm-hmm. happens exactly as it should and there's a happy ending. Well, there was probably a little drama because <laughs> you know, dies. Buzz is a little cranky. You think you think you think he punched uh, Neil? <laughs> I think I think there might be footage of him so. giving Neil a wedgie on the moon. <laughs> I, moon wedgie. Buzz would do that. Wonder, Where's Buzz with the from? Because it could gravity, be a Melvin. How? Well, that's a whole separate physics question, I guess. Like, how <laughs> successful would a wedgie be on the moon? You could launch somebody. Yeah. You <laughs> could launch somebody. That's true. I these are questions that I'll never have answers it, to. Yeah, I don't know. It would depend on like uh, what Buzz had to wedge his feet into, and how mm. you know how strong that vel those Velcro strips on the floor were. You know, <laughs> to, to, to to how much force There's he could so many he could get going moving in upward in the positive Z axis <laughs> before it lifted Neil and you know launched, launched him, him into the uh, thin atmosphere. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see. Maybe that's why Neil Armstrong uh, never, never uh, went back into public life. life. <laughs> he couldn't go back. Like, 
you, you've seen the you've seen the video footage of him punching the dude on the street, right? I just I just saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Recently, Recently yeah. yeah. So me too. That just I don't know got why. I don't know where it came. How it came. Some up dude again. tells him that the moon landing was faked, and he knows it was faked, and it was all just filmed on a set. And Neil and Buzz just <laughs> decks the guy. I love yeah. Buzz. It must have. I think it was Buzz's birthday this past week. Might have been. I think that's why why that that popped up. Yeah. That's funny. He is. He is. Man. He is a. He is one of a kind. <laughs> man that is gonna be like because neil, neil armstrong is dead oh yeah um michael collins dead hmm. i, I want to sure. say yes but i don't know but i know that you know neil uh michael collins passing when it, it when it happened or if it's going to happen won't be as big of a deal as neil armstrong um and and i think like for me personally i think just because of the 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 mystique that surrounds the guy, just like the, the, what we know about Buzz and how he's such a, just, he's, he's kind of an old coot, bad, badass. Yeah, he yeah, just, he, he cranks. He's going to be, man, that's going to be a day of mourning. That's going to be a yeah. serious <laughs> day of mourning. And, and Neil Armstrong's going to be looking yeah. from whatever, wherever he is, wherever he's buried in dirt or whatever he's, whatever he's doing <laughs> and be like, really? I was the number one guy. Not that Neil was like an egotistical guy. He was pretty humble, but it just Buzz. Oh man, Buzz passes. That's gonna suck. Yep. <laughs> Collins is still hanging there. Buzz. Okay. Eighty-eight. Hang in there, guys. Anyway, what else have we got here? Did you see the uh, Slack? You know, do you know what Slack is, Mike? I've heard it. Chelsea, you probably know what Slack is. Oh yeah, I, we use it to manage my podcast actually. Um, it's a uh, uh, well, Chelsea, tell us what Slack is. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's like a a, a, a cloud-based server program that you can use to communicate with people, kind of like Discord. Yeah, um, of, but it's more little... used for project management. Yeah, lots of chat channels and ways to organize yep. things and contact people. And, and correct, right? Well, Slack had uh, a logo, and the logo was a hashtag, um, where each of the four lines of the hashtag is made from a different color. There's a blue and kind of a magenta and a yellow and a sure uh, kind of a teal green. Well, they redesigned their logo. And they went through all sorts of iterations of that hashtag thing where originally it was literally just like the two lines, two lines, mm-hmm. you know, but they did, they, they, they went through iterations of like that basic kind of thing, but kind of stylized it a whole bunch of different ways. Like in italics and bold. Yes. And... and people are saying that the new logo looks like a penis swastika. Oh, a multi, I need to see A multicolored this. penis swastika. How Look did they, a new Slack logo. How did they turn a hashtag into a swastika? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Multicolored penis swastika. Say hello, new logo. I don't know. I don't. Okay, <laughs> you know, as I don't have a penis. Okay. Um, but but, but you're I familiar with them, it. yes? You I know what one is. The, I don't see it if it's the one that I'm looking at. Where there's four little lines. Yeah, they're just little lines. And then there's four like, little like what look like teardrops. Yeah. I would call I would say those are four little pill shapes with four shapes, four little yeah. really round speech bubbles. Well the internet is liking is is liking to say that those are four little um flaccid <laughs> tiny penises and four I, little tiny ball sacks. It seems to me What if they had just mirrored <laughs> like it the other way so that it really like made an S instead of penis. Well, it's the internet needs to find ways to ridicule things. So, well, or ways to deal with. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. I, I'm. Um, I don't know. I don't think it looks that bad. And honestly, I'll tell you this: great logo design. They'll tell you like there are three things about great logo design. They need to be great at big and small scale, 
And this logo looks really good on a small scale. Like, not the big one looks a little weird. It looks like some kind of a elementary school logo or like a child's product, which is what's so weird to me. But at a small scale, it's a really nice logo. I give it to him. I actually like it. And I see no penises or ball sacks. Oh, I see it. Oh, it's like a <laughs> penis on it. Oh, I see it. Oh, now, yep, yeah, now I see it. It's, oh, <laughs> now you'll it's never not, not oh, see it. I was, oh, <laughs> Mission it's like a side view. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a side oh. view. It's a side view. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, it's, it's half erect. It's it a, is half, oh, it is half messed. It's, <laughs> wow. it's a chub. Wow, it's it a is half so, chub. Slack a, has a, four chubs. It's a chub in a sack. <laughs> side on. chub. I so see Hashtag it side chub. <laughs> All right, and now I take back everything I said. That- once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's the problem is that once you do see it, you can, and the internet makes sure that we see these things because wow, that's what the internet does is ridicule. Yeah. As soon as Chelsea, as soon as you said, "Oh, I see it," I, that was when I saw it too. It I was like, watching. Like- <sighs> I was watching the animation they have where the old logo turns into into the new logo, and oh, I was thinking, no. and I was thinking. <laughs> Now you're going to see it moving, and you're going to be like, oh. Oh, there's that. There's that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Hey, speaking of penis news. What? Oh, is there there such? (laughs) I don't. I I honestly don't go looking for these. They just pop up. (laughs) I I didn't Uh mean to do Uh that either. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Pull. Oh. U L L. Um, we had one of our uh, regular guests enjoys penis news. I mean, but, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, this one was that's just I, I don't know. Um, yeah, have you heard of the New England Journal of Medicine? Sure. Anyone? Yeah. Well, too- I mean, uh, sometimes <laughs> it's out there. It's kind it's of out there. It exists. Yeah, it's been around for oh, I don't know, two hundred years or so. Yeah, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, uh, go to destination for blockbuster pharmaceutical trials, debates about health policy, Mm, missing an Oxford comma and practice changing medical (laughs) findings. (laughs) So apparently it's a go to destination for blockbuster pharmaceutical trials and debates about health policy and practice changing medical findings, because that's how, how that reads. Right. Of course. Comma. Oh, you're um, sidetracked. You're, you're sidetracked. Gonna, well, they're okay. gonna, they're I, I, gonna get sued. Anytime you guys want to have the Oxford Common co- conversation, I'm so down. Everybody should use it. Yeah, use that Oxford Common exists for a reason. Sorry, yeah. that's the teacher in me. Somebody, done. somebody had got sued and 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 lost because they did not have an Oxford comma in their and it employment. The con- it confused a contract. Yeah. Yep. Uh... <laughs> sorry, sidetrack. Uh, uh, penises. I'm... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Who's going ahead, me? I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm so happy that I'm surrounded by people who are pro-Oxford comma. This makes me happy. Yeah. It warms my cockles. <laughs> I've found my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, team punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most popular feature of the New England Medical Journal is none of those things that um, were or, or were not separated by an Oxford comma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it goes viral because of crazy-ass medical images, photos sure. of... Crazy things that happen that are very rare and disturbing. Oh, wonderful. Oh. For instance, uh, a boy with a mysterious whistling cough. Can you guess what his problem was? He had a hole in something somewhere. No, he swallowed a whistle. Oh, jeez. And was lodged in his lungs. 
I should have heard. It was in the. You didn't bury the lead. It was a nope. whistling cough. I mean, it was right there, right there. in the headline. Yeah. Man, I suck. Yeah, yeah. the uh, journal's <laughs> editor is quoted. It happens all the time. Sure. Yeah, a patient inhaled barium during a medical procedure mm. accidentally instead of swallowing it like they were supposed to. <laughs> the resulting X-ray mm-hmm. is. Fabulous, according to this. Uh-huh. The liquid coated the delicate branches of his lungs, lighting up an x-ray like a Christmas tree. Wow. It's just gorgeous, is the quote. <laughs> okay. No well, word on whether or not um, that x-ray was taken before or after the patient died from having barium coating the inside of their lungs. Because oh, can't, I can't imagine that that... Probably not good no, for your that was, uh, oxygen. No, that was... No. Probably I don't think not. you fixed that. <laughs> no. I think that was post-mortem I think x-ray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a motorcycle accident where the top of the victim's femur snapped and kinetically relocated into his scrotum. Uh, uh, kinetically relocated. Kinetically Can relocated. New band name called it. Term? That makes me nauseous. Uh, Hearing that, you say that. Uh, that particular article uh, became, it doesn't say at the time, but it seems like it, that the journal's most viewed image of all time. Of, of oh, all time. Geez. I don't have that image. Translation. Nope. Translation, his, bro- his broken thigh bone stabbed his nuts. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly what it yeah, Replaced is what uh, it kinetically. Kinetically relocated. relocated. That is a perfect. That is clever. That is anything. clever. Like, I punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm kinetically relocating my nose cartilage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't make me kinetically relocate your nose cartilage. <laughs> oh. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> About two years ago, there was um, footage of doctors pulling a tapeworm out of a somebody's mouth, and Ugh. it is stretching completely across the room. That well, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. How big of a room? Mm. That's misleading. <laughs> they don't say. Yeah, is it one of those server farm rooms <laughs> where data is stored that's like a football field long? Or was it a janitor's closet? <laughs> yeah, we need a we need a, some, a scale here. You can't measure things in rooms <laughs> without telling us how big the room is. But go ahead. I'm well, sorry. they don't they don't they don't give dimensions, but they do say that uh, quote it made everybody cringe. I imagine we're talking in exam rooms or an operatory, so maybe <sighs> it could be ten to twenty, ten to feet. ten to fifteen feet. Yeah, yeah. that's long enough. That yeah. long enough, <laughs> long enough. <laughs> I would say a tapeworm that is a foot long is long enough. <laughs> a 10 to 15 foot tapeworm kill me. Apparently not. Wow. Well, I guess how, okay, so your intestinal tract is supposed to be pretty long, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I guess like, it, it just, you know. It can wrap around the earth like 17 times or something, right? Isn't that what the, no, like your small intestines? It's not that no long. way. No, that's like your, 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 I your, think your circulatory system is ridiculously, sure. yeah, it's one of those weird numbers of. Like it stretches or, across the United States two and a half times or something stupid. Because you've got wow. all those all those microscopic capillaries. That are all right. hopefully not filled with barium in their in your lungs. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay. They say the small intestine's roughly about twenty three feet long. Okay. So I so a fifteen foot tapeworm could could nestle itself very mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'll that person my... can eat whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> Never gain weight. That's so bad. Like Kelly on The Office. <laughs> yeah. Who swallowed a tapeworm. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I don't know about the 
the <laughs> kinetically relocated scrotum thing says it's the most viewed image of all time, but then they go on to say that the uh, that the most viral image um, is the snake bite. <laughs> the snake bite? Yes. So it's going to be one of those ridiculously like huge swellings. It's an it's it's the titled quote a viper bite. <laughs> Doctor in India, Tajamul Hussein had a patient, a 46-year-old farmer who was out in a field when he had to relieve himself. Unbeknownst to the farmer, a Levantine <laughs> viper, or Macrovipera lebatina, scientific name, was hiding nearby. The farmer unzipped his pants and was, mm-hmm. one can assume based on the location of the fang marks, in the middle of things when the serpent <laughs> struck. The journal published a photo of the injury, and I quote... Head on. Oh, uh, no. The farmer lived. Uh, it, according, they're, they're, it's a side-by-side photo. Um, it, oh, I think no. it got better. <laughs> Craig, do you want to see? No. Okay. No, I didn't. No. What's Please wrong don't. with you? Okay. Price is right. Game time. Oh. I'm not, I'm not looking. <laughs> Price is right. He just flashed his iPad at me. Like, I, no. tried, I tried to show it to him, and he, he closed his eyes. Um, Price is right. Uh, closest without going over average human beings circulatory system length how many times would it stretch across the United States oh god Uh, well it might go first closest without going over circulatory circulatory system including all the microscopic capillaries number of times number of times it would stretch the United States across we'll call the United States 3,000 miles across okay Um, Mm. without going over closest without going over I'm going to say I'm going first. Yes, four, four and a half. Four and a half times, Chelsea. I was gonna say more like six to seven times. You could just say four point six. Well, you can just say six. She'll be nice and give you some space. Okay. I say that because Chelsea wins twenty. It's sixty thousand miles of blood vessel. What twenty wow. times? So that's two. That's two and a half times around the Earth itself <laughs> at the equator. Dang. Yeah. There you go. Nice. 60,000 miles. Because it's 80% of that is microscopic capillaries. Yeah. It's, it's, right, it's just, of course. You know, wow, it's, that's impressive. Every capillary is within, you know, like three cells of every, you know. There's now, no, no cell is more like more than like three cells away from a capillary or some ridiculous did, thing. Did there's some so many. lab intern in like the 30s. <laughs> Get it out and lay them all actu- in. Actually measure everything and catalog that. I don't know. Or or do they do they use some computer algorithm scan thing? You know, like I just two, have a number. Years ago, I just, I just, I just, I just googled it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I, I, yeah. I, I googled yeah. um, circulatory totally. length. I was right at the top. Boom, sixty thousand miles. Getting back to the um, farmer's penis. Oh yeah. What? Um, okay. It looks like he he survived, and and so did the penis. Um, and he can probably get a really interesting piercing now. Did you know that um, Viper, or not Viper, but Snake Bite? Because mm-hmm. when I was trying to find this picture, because the, the article doesn't link to it, and they very explicitly say, uh, y- you can find the image without this news organization's help. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Because I'm scrolling, wow. and I'm like, where is it? Um, it took a while to find, because I was Googling the wrong thing. And uh, But I, if you Google Snake Bite, for images, that's a, a a type of um piercing. That's like where you get mm-hmm. underneath oh, sure. your lip on yeah. on, on either the side. The two little things on the lip, yeah. yeah. That that is called a snake bite. Interesting. Fun facts. <laughs> you learning about learning about piercings <laughs> today on Nerd Burger. 
Oh, do we have the learning theme? Nothing. Indeed. We have a theme for learning, you know. Oh. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> haven't used it in a while. That's true. We haven't used <laughs> a lot of sound effects. <laughs> Think there it is. Today, learning about piercings on Nerd Burger. <laughs> I think Craig's sound effects uh, reorganize themselves uh, every, every at every use, and you, you always get the most used one at the top because it seems like we lose them. No, they're all in the same place. <laughs> they're on all the in the same board, place. And they haven't moved for six years. It's giving your soundboard more credit than it deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we done? Um. Yeah. Chelsea. Yes. You stream. On your, own, <laughs> on your own Twitch channel, and you also appear on all sorts of other people's Twitch channels. I do. So tell us all about that. We're going to sit back and make you do the heavy lifting. Well, okay. Uh, well, I don't know how are your viewers uh, uh, from very familiar with First of streaming? all, audio podcast listeners, Twitch girl. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, well, I said your audience, right? Yeah. An audience is anybody that viewers, partakes in your viewers, form of entertainment. They said, don't have to be in person. Or I, seeing it with their eyeballs. They could be hearing it with their ears. You said viewers. I heard viewers, too. <laughs> oh, did I say viewers? <laughs> don't worry record. about it. Don't yeah, worry. That's okay. We're <laughs> For all of the listeners out there, um, uh, if you're not familiar with streaming, um, it comes in various shapes and sizes, and there are lots of different... Um, forums in which you can stream live content uh youtube now has a live broadcasting uh it's not periscope anymore it got bought out um but it basically twitter bought it out um and they have their own uh streaming live stream of course things like facebook and youtube now have their own integrated versions and then the most popular one is of course twitch which is where i do the majority of my streaming and uh, playing on all these other networks and channels so um it is kind of as this strange new form of entertainment, I guess, that's popped up and it's allowed a lot of people a platform to uh, self-produce everything from live art shows to tabletop RPG um, to the most popular, which is like competitive video gaming. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a very strange world that I've stumbled upon uh, and I do a lot of it now. I'm at about 35 hours a week. So, yeah. And she works a job. Wait, what? <laughs> she streams 35 hours a week. This is some automated thing that's just going on while you're sleeping, right? Yeah. No, I just actually, I plug myself into the wall. I need about 20 minutes to recharge. <laughs> and then it's, it's great from there. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I, but I play, um, like you said, I started out actually playing on other people's, um, on other networks on Twitch. And then um, started actually building my cosplay live. I, it started because I was prepping a Darth Vader helmet for Dragon Con. And I had a friend 3D print it for me. And what I didn't realize is that the Vader helmet would come in like 60 parts that had to be put together off this 3D printer. Uh, so it was kind of a, uh, I don't know, an incentive to complete it in time for Dragon Con. So I just literally, it was nothing when I launched my channel. It was just a camera on me. And I spent weeks doing nothing but gluing and sanding <laughs> this Darth Vader helmet. Um live and that's kind of it sounds so silly but that's how i got started and then i got invited to do a one-off uh tabletop game playing some dungeons and dragons which i had played for years uh with friends <clears throat> and so that's how i got i guess to here um and it started that way and now i can't get enough of it and i'm all over the place and i'm excited that come hopefully february i'll be doing more full-time stuff on my channel and trying to get like, i don't know as much storytelling and gameplay in as possible well you're close to doing as much is spending as much time interacting with an internet audience as you are spending interacting with people at work. True story. You're, you're getting close. Was, getting close. Yes, getting close. Well, and you have to realize, I also interact with high schoolers. 
so there is a preference there. Like I have a preference there, <laughs> um, but that being said, Gee, which uh, would that be? <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh it's been a, yeah, it's been a crazy kind of ride. I don't know getting to this point. It's definitely been a hustle and that hustle never kind of ends, but it's allowed me to find um, a very, like a great group of like-minded people and to be able to apply a set of skills that I thought were just going to be wasted away. You know, my first degree is in performing arts and theater and, and broadcasting and, um, I was doing it. That's what it brought me to Atlanta was acting. I had an agent. I was doing film and TV and I was miserable. I was so miserable and I couldn't really figure out why. And then over the years, as I did less and less of it, I found that I was missing the art that I love to do, which, like I said, is, is, is storytelling and um, collaborative storytelling. I did a lot of improv, too. And um, somehow it all just kind of like fell into place. Right. Like my other degree is in. Uh, business. So I have a master's degree in business and marketing and it all just kind of like came together in this weird sort of way. And now I get to use both of my skill sets to do something that I absolutely love and adore. Um, and I, I literally cannot get enough of it. It's, it's a weird situation because I like, I knew like in the, in the, in, looking at it from the RPG world, um, the RPG thing, obviously there's like critical role and there's a few other ones mm -hmm. that are really big. And there's like, you know, the geek and sundry stuff that people are, that are out there. Um, and then there's all sorts of other smaller channels. Mm -hmm. um, there's kind of middling, middle, middle range stuff that actually has, you know, like it's like thousands of views um, of the video after the fact and might have actually like a few hundred viewers um, during uh, the actual stream. And then, you know, the streams are often uh, uploaded for video on demand later too. Right. So can, yeah. Yeah. Like people, a VOD style. If yeah. If you can't watch it, you can, you can watch it later on YouTube or whatever. Um, and it's starting to, that that whole thing has now seeped down and trickled into um it's not just wizards of the coast and dnd ish people as well as paizo yep. has their own thing and there's you know some of that it's getting down into all the indie game stuff and there's so there's there's a lot of channels that the smaller channels that are doing kind of the uh the smaller scale games like you know not the big you know dnd and pathfinder stuff yeah totally um, and it's now trickling down even into like you know just a little joe Schmo guy who has like you know three games that he published in his free time while working his architecture job, if you know who I'm talking about. Um, and that sounds familiar. <laughs> what? I'm going to be streaming a whole campaign of capers um, in the near future, getting started on that, um, and uh, trying to do other little things here and there too with, with capers and getting capers or die laughing or maybe even murders acquisitions on other channels, working on all of that sort of stuff. And it's something I've started to discuss with, people more we see we've, we're seeing more discussion of it in the indie game developer network mm -hmm. too where we just had like a whole discussion um on our our list lately of people talking about like you know looking into getting into this what does it take how is it, you know how can you you know what what are methods to maybe get get noticed and get involved with a, a existing uh, state channel that has uh, yep. um, a good viewership or just doing your own thing and you know I'm actually, you know, looking at it now, like get having my wrapped my head around it a little bit over the course of the past year. I'm finding myself wondering why, like, why did it take indie the, the you know the smaller end of the indie game stuff this long to start taking a swing at it? Well, um, it's so interesting because you have to look at like for me, I, I had this um a great conversation actually uh, with one too many drinks in my system at Gen Con this year with uh, some people I met, uh, and we were talking about how Critical Role really reinvigorated. A, the love of tabletop gaming. Uh, it brought a younger new audience to the table, which is what has allowed Wizards to grow. It's what inspired the 5th edition to come out. And then you start getting this kind of uh, live entertainment 
that the younger generation can grab a hold of. And so now you've got a bigger, vaster audience that is willing to accept tabletop RPGs. So, um, and because of that, now they're also willing to accept it as a form of of entertainment, something that we can watch, um, whether it be your VOD or you want to listen to it on a, a podcast or something. And so only recently have we got to the point where people are wanting to take in new means of tabletop RPGs. And because Twitch is that platform and that forum, you know, I think that that now more than ever, indie game designers are getting that opportunity, but it has taken so long for people uh, to accept tabletop RPGs. And then for some of the what I call the medium sized networks to come out, the ones that aren't your critical roles and geek and sundry, but that also aren't your individuals, uh, these kind of really middle ground networks that have a couple hundred viewers every time um, and good YouTube channels. And they are the ones that are. Um, driving in and picking up these audiences and allowing them to see new tabletop games. Um, and it is, it's so crazy that these indie gamers haven't really uh, latched onto this. I'm playing through a brand new game right now over on Unmade Gaming's channel called Emberwind, and it's still under development. Um, it's a it's a turn-by-turn kind of combat-based RPG. And what we're finding is not all indie games are good for streaming. Um, and that's what we're kind of talking to the developers about because it is such a token based, like move by move, turn by turn type thing, which makes it so much fun to play with people um, at a table. Uh, but it becomes um, not great for streaming. So they're looking at releasing a second version of the game that's meant for streaming purposes. And you're, I'm seeing this more and more with indie game designers as well, that they are looking to build games that are specific for streaming, which has changed the way that RPGs are written to and, and made. It's interesting. I had I had that discussion about a week ago um, for like 15, 20 minutes with a long time, like one of the original developers of Vampire talking yep. about that exact thing, about like designing a game with the intention of the end game of it, Twitch or yep. streaming being one of the, you know, one of the important <clears throat> things that is like, make, you know, making a game that is going to stream well. Um, we had we had that exact discussion. Yeah, and so it's, it's so interesting just to watch how things have changed because a lot of your older RPGs um, that were developed long before streaming them was e even a consideration uh, before Twitch even existed. Uh, they just don't carry over. Um, and that's okay. It doesn't make them bad games. Like there are those games that I love to play with my friends around the table in person. Uh, but there are definitely ones that I find are just so much better uh, for streaming. You know, I, I love Fate Core. It's kind of, one of my favorite uh, base uh, games to use to build my content. We talked about that earlier. And um, I find that it's great for streaming because it's very simple. Um, there are very few dice rolls and it is literally built around you making a character meant for story. So it's very story focused and storytelling focused, which makes for great role play opportunities where something like, as I was talking about Emberwind is uh if you have great people at the table, they're going to role play regardless, but the game itself is really built around turn by turn movement and yeah. um action if a game is a little too combat -y oriented yep. a little too dice roll oriented then it needs it needs stronger players in on the mm -hmm. role-playing side of things just to remain engaging even when it's you know you could have you can you can have a two-hour session that's a two-hour combat and have it right. be really engaging and entertaining as long as the players don't just go i roll the dice i hit i deal damage. right this is what i want to do blah 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 but you can't always but they, promise but that they embellish um, you know they embellish the just you know and, and play the character as they're in the mm -hmm. middle of combat a little bit. So you can build yeah. that out. That's one of the things I got to keep in mind too, when we're doing uh, capers as a campaign is that capers can potentially get bogged down in just, you know, in card flipping 
um, or if you've got like a longer encounter, longer combat kind of right. encounter. Yeah, but card um, flipping can also be really interesting. You know, I think it is, a lot of it is about, and I, I've developed a rule as a DM at the table. Um, I don't really like more than about five or six rounds of combat. In terms of streaming, by the time you have five players at a table and you do six rounds of combat each, that's 30 turns. Like if you just do math and it's like, if every turn is three to five minutes, think about how long your stream's going to be. Yeah. So minimize it, like get, um, and realize that there are other ways to like write um, your combat in um, and do it quicker. Um, one of the things that I love about the new VTM system um, that's Vampire, Vampire the Masquerade, Masquerade. Uh, is that the combat, it literally is like, if you do more than three rounds, figure out a way to get out of combat because the new Vampire is not about combat. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so storytelling driven, uh, driven and the way the dice rolls are built, it's the same way it's, it's about a character. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. And the way that like everybody calls their turn out first and then the GM narrates what happens in the moment of combat. Those are the kinds of things and changes that have been brought about because of streaming. Um, and anybody that tells you that streaming that, well, we're just going to get together and play some games on my channel. I don't care about entertainment. That's cool and totally fine. But if you want the audience and you want the people there to view it, you, you, there's a, it is entertainment. You're putting it out publicly. And there should be a level of, of that entertainment that's there for them to, you know, an audience to take in. Well, hopefully with Capers, the, the press your luck mechanic will be engaging. Like you said, like the card flipping yeah. you felt was engaging because it is, you know, you're, it's basically like every time you take a turn, it's a little gambling game. So you're flipping cards, right. deciding whether you're going to flip another one or not. So even if it's like the mechanics of the game, which is the grindy part of the game, people who are watching it are going like, oh, they should keep flipping. They got, you know, they've been paying yeah, attention. Exactly. Like you've got a lot mm -hmm. of good cards. You need to go, 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 you know, and they yeah. can be yeah, in the chat, still that gamble, they can be in the chat the telling the person, go, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you get a better card. People watch yep. World Series of Poker. I can't imagine that they wouldn't you know <laughs> right. they'd, have a, they'd have a problem with with watching that <laughs> on a twitch screen on a twitch somebody stream, yeah. flipping a card a little bit too often so. yeah but well, i think too you know streaming has brought about the idea of a community around a game which is so interesting too because uh before streaming was there there was like you had a gaming store um which minimized the reach of something now you have Tons of people can see it on all kinds of different platforms. And you begin to build communities around games. Um, like the VTM game that I'm a part of uh, is huge. Um, and those people love that game and it helps them find like-minded individuals. And when that happens, the community gets stronger and better and the games are more successful just from a marketing place um, and, and from a point of getting the game into hands. So um, I'm a huge proponent of it. Some people really think that it has devastated and changed the tabletop industry. I feel like it's done nothing but allow it to be accessible for a new generation and allow it to continue to be something that, that we can all enjoy and have. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love my streaming. Uh, I, I say that cause I, like I said, I do it 35 hours a week. So. <laughs> you got to, you better. I, got, I gotta love it. <laughs> um, there's, yeah, there's, there's always going to be people that are going to think like, well, the, the new thing that these other people are into is the first, the, that's the sign of the apocalypse. Right. Gaming is over. You know, gaming, gaming, uh, RPG gaming has been almost dead 20 times uh -huh. in its history. This is just another one of them. It's like, yeah, tw tw you know, you can, you can, there's still plenty of people that are just getting together on a Friday night, yep. sitting at a table with their friends or in a living room yep. or whatever and playing. Still going to your gaming store and buying games and reading tables on a Sunday, like, you know, the one here in Atlanta, Gigabytes. They're always busy. Saturday and Sunday is always busy for them. There are people there. Um, but Twitch has just allowed for, like, this worldwide connecting 
thing and to happen. The, um, so the upside of it too is that there are there are a lot of people who are into gaming who live someplace that they can't get together with people mm-hmm. easily because they're in the middle of the boonies or all their gaming buddies moved away. Um, or uh, there are people who are just not like sit at a table with a bunch of people social, but they feel okay just yeah. from their own anxieties and everything. And they're like, I can I can Google Hangout with somebody. Um, yeah, it's kind of awesome. It, in there's that there's way, a little know? bit of a distance. There's a little bit of a separation that you know keeps it a little a little more at ease. Um, and there's great ways of creating like safe space for you know for that. Um, and I think I you know what, Craig, that's actually something I hadn't really considered. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, it's I a like lot that. of it's a lot yeah. of you know. There's anybody who would be otherwise averse to you know like if you go to a convention for example or a game day or or a, a convention it's it's very possible unless it's a unless it's a certain game day or a certain convention many game days or conventions you walk in and it's a lot of dudes and mm-hmm. there's plenty of women who game they might game with like their own little group that they that they're comfortable with that they know because they've had shitty experiences because there's a lot of real assholes out there and that's no surprise there's assholes in every right in um, everything and every hobby and every you know subgroup of people you can think of um but, it, you know, given that gaming is a social thing, it can kind of kill it for some people very quickly. There's a lot of people who have very, you know, bad, sto- you know, bad experiences, whether they're men or women, just dealing with people at a convention where it's like, oh, some a-hole told me I'm like, I'm not gaming right. Right. Yeah. F- you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so they can, they can find the right group online and they don't have to worry about, you know, putting themselves out there um, in the midst of a bunch of strangers, you know, you know, in the midst of a lot of strangers, they can just kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The word that I hate. They can curate their own gaming experience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike knows that. I, he's, he's smiling over there. He knows I hate the word curate because it's too highfalutin. No, no. You made a collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just got a bunch of stuff and put it on a table. You didn't curate anything. You didn't curate anything. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you used it and then just spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the thing with the with the online thing is you can find that group. Um and it's, you know, and the nature of the internet too is like, it's uh, like, if you decide you just don't want to play with that group anymore, th- that group can find another player. They're not, right. you know, they're not going to be all pissed off at you. Like if you're, if you're in your game group where you're like buddies and friends and stuff and you've known each other for a while and then you drop out of the group, then you start wondering if those people are going to continue to come on your podcast because you dropped out of their group um, a few months ago, like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because I recently, you know, a while back I dropped from the D&D group that I've been playing in so often because I've played enough D&D and I need to play some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and But uh, on, on, on a happy note, the, the people in that group who are on the podcast occasionally have continued to come on the podcast. <laughs> so they have, not, <laughs> they have not shunned me. <laughs> that's good. I believe they even might have replaced me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, I think that about just it's like a nice because we've we've talked here and there about Twitch and streaming and APs, actual play podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. um, I just thought it was time now that I knew um, somebody that I had actually played with a few times and who had her own channel and played on other people's channels that we would have somebody come on and talk about it a little bit more and then from the general ch- mm-hmm. uh, perspective and then also from the gaming perspective. So. Yeah, everybody. And this is also kind of the kickoff to me saying, hey, everybody, keep an eye out. There's going to actually be like Nerdburger Games. Exciting uh, stuff. stuff. Twitch channel. Nerdburger Games has a Twitch channel. It's whatever it is. Twitch slash or wherever the slash is. Wherever the slash goes, there's a twitch.tv. You can go there and twitch.tv slash Nerdburger Games. Guess who's going to follow? 
I have, oh. I have, I have double digit followers barely right now. Hot dog. <laughs> but I'm then in again, it. I'm, I'm there and I am one of them. <laughs> then again, I'm not streaming anything right now. Join the cool yet. kids, everybody at home. I might test something later this weekend. Mike, do you want to jump on Twitch with me? That's a no. Um, <laughs> um yeah, no. <laughs> do we have a Kevin question? No. Ooh. <laughs> no? No, we do have a Kevin question. It's just you, you. You, I just switched uh, gears on you, you. You threw me off because because I don't I don't play games and I don't do, you do uh, streaming and um I my wife makes makes me watch things on TV that I normally wouldn't watch with unless <laughs> you, you without her having you know being here and making me watch them um <laughs> like show shows reality shows involving dancing and things like that. And, Are you guys uh, watching that thing with the the singers in the goofy costumes? No, oh, yeah, with the mask. Oh, no, 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 not that. Uh-huh. No, that's no. too bad. You should watch like, that one. So you think you can dance as as mainstream as we get with our reality? But wow. there, there used to be a guy. There's a dancer from that show who is now the DJ on Ellen on oh. her daytime show. Okay. Oh, interesting. Whose name is Twitch, and so that's the Twitch <laughs> that I know. So oh, when you said you want to get on Twitch with me, <laughs> DJ Twitch, I DJ just had Twitch. an image of me and Craig and Twitch in a three way, and I. <laughs> It startled me. Twitch would be wild, kind of startled wild. me a little bit because I didn't know you knew him, um, especially not that well. Well, Mike, if I did know him, would you? No, I'm. Um, anyway. Also, I think his his wife, whose name is Allison, too weirdly, um, <laughs> might have a problem with that, along with my Allison. Well, well, you, you won't. Just, you, def- you, you won't know until you ask, will you? <laughs> is there a Kevin question? There is. <laughs> oh boy. Kevin's been asking us questions for a while, Chelsea. Okay. This is well, ni- I'm excited. 94 question. Okay. Uh, question 94. He is... numbers them for us, which is nice. Oh, that is so <laughs> how organized of you. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Kevin got praise from a guest. <laughs> yeah, that might be the first time that's happened. <laughs> Usually we just kind of make fun of him. Aw. <laughs> hey, I like things numbered. <laughs> helps with my anxiety a lot good for you kevin good for you it's kevin affirmation day okay let's be like really positive for kevin today let's not rip on him let's like really help him out here next well, week he'll refuse to send you a question because of it kevin uh okay a positive thing i can say about this question is it, it is one of uh one of the rare deep thoughts questions Uh-oh. oh oh that kevin my. Presents okay. us with. oh my goodness it's not just a throwaway joke question okay all right um, would you rather I mean, it does start out with that. So. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> all right. We, get, we can get past that then. Would you rather be respected by all for your entire life only to have everyone find out you were a fraud after your death or okay. have everyone think you were a failure your entire life only to have your work positively change the course of human existence after your death? Thanks, Kevin. Do oh, I need to reread my. that? Oh, man. He put a twist on there that makes it tough to answer. Yeah. Because I was waiting for everybody, what's the second half? Everybody think you're a fraud your entire life and then respect failure. you. A failure your entire life and yeah. then respect you. And I was like, yeah. I don't care if anybody respects me after I'm dead. I'm dead. I don't care. Right. But to change, right. but the, to change the it to, of... I'm going to like make the world a better place right. after, and have like a legacy. Oh, yeah. crap. He made yeah. it hard. Yeah. Um, I'll have to go with that. I'll take the fraud all day second... long and actually make the world a better place later. I'll, I would I'm like dead. a statue, though. Like, if I'm going to make the world a better place, in my death, I want somewhere written that I get a statue. <laughs> no, so, this, myself. 
So, this was wonderful until Chelsea got all <laughs> I'm just saying, about like, it. I feel like if I go my whole life and it's everybody's probably really mean to you, no doubt. That that's what that means. And then I die knowing that I'm never going to get to like live my best life. I want a statue if I'm going to change the fate of humanity. And it has to be engraved with "We're sorry." Yes, <laughs> I want an apology. Damn it! Like a permanent apology. We're sorry, <laughs> comma. You were right. But <laughs> you know name. what? Then there's this also really dark side of me that's Signed like, you know, if you choose the first option, you could just have the statue made before you die. Then you could enjoy it. Then I could enjoy the hell. And out then of after it. you're dead, who cares? But there's a statue that says I was awesome. So yeah, they'll really, just tear it down in effigy. They'll just <laughs> they'll melt it down into bullets. Oh, I guess that's they'll kill they'll people melt in a third down. world country or something. They could do all sorts of. I'm saying that's. Things I was about, but that. then they're still helping people, so I choose the first option. Okay, <laughs> you spun as it around. As long as there's a statue involved, and you know what? And then when I'm dead, and they hate me because they found out I was a fraud, they can melt my gold statue down and do something great with it. It's they can turn it into a, into a limited edition set of gold but Legos. They're not, but they're not gonna, they're not going to do <laughs> right? something great with it. They're going to melt it down and turn <laughs> well, it into no, jail cell bars. Limited edition or something. Lego set, so they're more valuable. Okay, <laughs> I'll go with be the fraud. I don't care what people think. Wait, no, you you pick number two. Yeah, be the fraud and then have it have it all be good in the end. Have everybody. No, be a failure, failure. and be then a failure. Can't positively have change the course of and the words existence. the words are have everybody think I'm a failure. Yes. Okay. I have no problem with that because I can still be successful. Everybody else can think I'm a failure. I don't care. It's not, my life isn't horrible because of it. I can still be fine. Everybody just thinks I'm a failure. And then in the end, I also, you know, something really good happens. That's cool. I'm good with that. Yeah. Kevin did a really good job. But I also want a statue. (laughs) See? That's what this question's really about. (laughs) <laughs> recognition 94 questions I know what Kevin really wanted would you rather I, I don't care as long as there's a statue like I, said, I want a statue of myself yeah, that's my answer <laughs> yeah no it's a good question because like uh, as you pointed out Craig the twist in, really the, se- in the second the half makes it very difficult to answer to have a legacy if they just yeah. if they just respected me afterwards it's like whatever but now it's like oh I could actually like make things better for some people my answer That's uh, not a bad legacy to have. Yeah. My answer is all. is dependent on two factors. <laughs> Whether you get a statue or not. No, and neither well, now I have to add that. So it's three factors. Yeah, three right. factors. Three factors. One, is there a statue? Two, <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. Um two, uh how aware wait, so if is there an afterlife and am I aware of what's happening in on on back on Earth after my death? Um and, oh, so and, you want confirmation on all that. And three, um, if, if two is true, um, do I do I care? Well, that's really a, your, that's a question you have to answer. Well, that gets down into the question of like, you know, what's an no, af- no, no, what's, do, what's the afterlife? What if there is one? What if, what is it? What consciousness like? What's it right. like? If you're even if you're conscious, even if you're aware of everything that happened and you're aware of what's happening now, if if you're in a quote unquote positive afterlife, like you said, do you care? Is it just blissful? Why is afterlife is it just, positive? Wouldn't afterlife be everything? 
Well, that's the well, question. That begs the question. You're asking the question, what is the afterlife? Exactly. If, if, it would if, depend if on a, what the afterlife is. If it's is. a good afterlife, right. If so everything's just blissful wonder. Is, what is the afterlife? Yeah. If, if, if the afterlife is just, I'm just, I'm just happy all the time. It's just right. blissful existence no, no, for but eternity. I'm, but I'm then being you don't specific. Care. I'm being specific. I understand. That. I'm establishing specific parameters for the afterlife. I don't care whether it's positive or I'm happy. All I want to know is, am I aware <laughs> of what's happening? Wait. Okay. Do, do, does my consciousness persist with... With full awareness of what continues to happen on Earth, and do I care? <laughs> okay. And is there a statue? And is there a statue? And okay. is there a statue? I feel like the statue is just a... It's got to be there now. It's like a staple in this scenario. Because I well, think either way, I get a statue, thing. so that's moot. Here's... here's let's, let's, <laughs> let's do this. As long as there's three of us, let's just decide. There's a statue involved, okay? That's just part of Done. the thing now. Kevin didn't write it in there, but we're going to put it in there. We all sure. agree there's a statue involved, right? All three of us agree. Yes, Craig. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, statue involved. All three of us are in agreement. We have passed the orange whip test. Oh, it's an orange whip. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whips. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for that prompt. <laughs> I set him up for that. Got him. So, yeah, okay. Uh, there's, there's your answers, I guess. As, as That's usual, a little thing with- we do, Chelsea, when we all agree on something. Uh, I, I assumed either that or I was having a stroke, so it's fine. Do you smell toast? Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the song that plays. Yeah, it's it's Devo, uh, <laughs> Devo and toast. John Candy from Blues Brothers and, and the, the smell, smell of, of toast. toast. Yeah. Says everything there is to say about me. We're sending an ambulance immediately. <laughs> as as usual, as usual, um, the, the Kevin question turned into everybody having a different response for Kevin. Yeah. We, yeah. we rarely yeah. agree on the, on the answer. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I think that, uh, that two, two out of three of my criteria are entirely possible. And so I'm going to pick number one and be happy, um, in mm-hmm. life as a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go, Kevin. We're just a bunch of frauds up in here. <laughs> That's what I got from that conversation. Oh boy. Hashtag team fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag team statue. Our hashtag looks like a bunch of penises. <laughs> hashtag fraud burger. <laughs> oh, okay. Chelsea. I have a feeling they're never going to invite me back. Hashtag junk side view. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Hashtag half mast. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, thank you for thank you for coming on the show today. Is that really going to be the last thing I say on this show? Sounds like it. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that Cheers, was awesome. Gang. This was this has been fun. Thank you. Um, where can they find you, Chelsea, on the internet? Yeah, you can find me online um, at a few places, uh, but mostly with the handle little underscore red underscore dot. Uh, I go by dot online, so you'll find me. There will be a little strange redheaded ginger person with posing with dice it's fine <laughs> don't judge me um and uh i've got a website uh little red uh, excuse me uh little dot dot red so a uh, little dot spelled out dot red um and then uh when you go to my twitter or my twitch you can actually find a link to my discord so if you don't do the social media thing and just want a community to hang out in um i have a pretty active discord uh, there's a place you can post pictures of your pets, and I don't know. There's a place where you can scream into the void, literally. It just says scream into the void. So, you know, come hang out. We have fun. <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? 
they can find us at nerdburgershow.com at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Scream into the void at us at nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about the game stuff that I'm doing. And you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy some of those game things. And maybe, maybe right now, maybe you can buy Die Laughing there. What? As we record, I, uh, I have uh, proofs on the way. And if all goes well, in the next couple of days, by the time this is out, maybe. Oh, I love that game so much. I just want you to know that. Thank you. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> Check those links. Yeah, go, go, you go do that. Yeah, everybody go do that. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig begin streaming the show. So, uh, Mike, you're going to have to get uh, like some better clothes. We're going to have to do up this room a little bit. We're going to have to get another webcam. We're going to have to... Uh, uh, just, you know, do something about that beard. Maybe get a different pair of glasses over there, Mike. You're just not looking stream-worthy. I'm sorry. Um, we're going to go start doing that. Is, that. is that cool? I'm just springing this on you now. Can we, can you, we? You'll be streaming it from your place, and I'll be dialing in on the Internet? Sure. <laughs> so what you're saying is we're not streaming next week? No. Okay. That's okay. We'll just stick with the Don't ear. look for that link, because we'll that link doesn't exist. You'll just have to keep sticking the show in your ear holes. That's all. <laughs> It's my favorite place to put shows. <laughs> oh yeah, they're um now new new ergonomically ear shaped shows for better comfort <laughs> and and deeper. All sound. I can see is the side view of the penis and <laughs> and an ear and, and an, an ear. ear and holes pointing at an ear. Thanks, Craig. You're welcome.